Uh, it's Andy in the morning. It's Magic 95.1 WAJI. Here we are on a Monday, as always. Thanks for hanging out with us. We're going to get to what's trending with our news here in just a second. Got a lot of Super Bowl news. We're going to try to work that in throughout this week, mostly because I'm pumped, man. Go Bengals. Yeah. Go Bengals. Underdog. Go Bengals. Still four and a half point uh, underdogs, according to Vegas. Of course, you got Valentine's Day this coming weekend. Later on this week, as we always do, we will be your wingman and woman, Kat and I will. And we're going to hook you up with last-minute dinner reservations for this coming Saturday night. We got these reservations almost nine months ago uh, to some of the hottest Fort Wayne area restaurants in town. And we'll give those away later on this week. We're going to bail you out. Because if you didn't make reservations, you ain't getting them. Uh, Let's get to what's trending. Speaking of Valentine's, ABC is now reporting a chocolate and candy shortage is occurring ahead of Valentine's Day because of supply chain issues. Jeez. You know what else is a shortage this year for Valentine's? Roses. I know. Roses. It's like you can't hardly find roses for Valentine's Day. They're saying that there's a big shortage on them. Delivery of Oreos, Snickers, and other... All right, they're behind schedule. Um, I don't know. But by the way, candy, I'll just throw it out there really fast. Rhetorical question. Candy and flowers. Guys, I don't know. I mean, does it score enough points? I feel like you're just wasting money on both of them. I mean, I like flowers, and it doesn't have to be roses. It could be tulips mm. or, you know, orchids or something like that, an arrangement. You know, um, no it doesn't matter, have to be roses for me. You know how, no matter how old I get, there's one flower that always makes me giggle like a junior high boy. Is it a lily? It's what not is, a lily. What is it? I don't even know if it's a flower you give somebody. But it's a peonies. A peonies. <laughs> yes, those are flowers that you do give people. And generally, they're in an arrangement. I usually like peonies. to g- you give them to somebody. Then you go, look, your peonies are showing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, now that you say that, that is very juvenile. Look, look at those peonies. Oh, my. That woman's got a... Look at all her peonies out there. Oh, those are pink. Look at your pink peonies. I don't know why it makes me laugh, but it does. <laughs> Uh, the Super Bowl, the most expensive Super Bowl ticket is now selling for close to $71,000 a seat. Some of the prop bets are coming out. You can bet whether Snoop Dogg will be smoking during the halftime show or not. Smoking and how many- what? Yes. <laughs> we, we all know it's marijuana, okay, right? All okay, all right. Uh, and Eminem, will he be censored? You can also bet on what color of Gatorade gets dumped on the winning coach. What's the leading color right now? Red, Red? yellow, and clear are the top three bets. The least one likely is purple. You can bet on that and win the most money. I gotcha. By the way, doesn't anybody just, why can't you just fix that? Like, you know right. what I'm saying? Like, how do I say that? Well, uh, I mean, the players know what they're going to dump on him. Right. Just, right? So just leak it out. Hey, here's your tip. <laughs> yeah. Everybody, let's just make it purple this week. Who cares? And let's all make money. That's what's trending now with our Magic 95.1 news. Sandy in the morning. It's Magic 95.1. So did you see the uh, story about the grossest words in the English language are out? <sighs> yes, I did. I mm. saw that. So I don't even, like, if I read them, does that just make everybody uncomfortable and they change the channel? Or are you curious what the grossest words are? I'm more curious, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, let's see. Some of these I might have to censor here on my own. Let me oh. go. Can we just go ahead and get moist out of the way? Moist is number four. Yeah. Go ahead and get moist out of the way. Moist is number four on the list. Um, All right. Let's see. Okay. Might as well. Let's do it. All right. Technically, it's what the grossest words, but I don't, I think only women have an adverse reaction to it. 
See, I think when when you if you hear if a man hears it, they're kind of like okay. I mean, it doesn't freak them out. Women hear words and they they get grossed out. They by just it. they just lose their noodle. Uh, here we go. The top words they consider the gross again. Moist is number four. Number one, actually, let me work my way up. Okay. Number ten, curd, 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 mm. cottage cheese. Yes, curd. Putrid is in it. Number nine. Mm. Ooze. Ooze. There you go. That's a good one. Number seven uh, is eight. Uh, Number seven is mucus. Number six is fester. Number five, I can't say on the radio. Okay. Number. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I just can't. Okay. All right. Top three. Seepage. Seepage. Yeah, that is gross. When I think of that, I think of green things oozing out of somewhere. What do you call it when when a word, is it a homonym? When a word sounds like... It like buzz is a homonym, right? It sounds like it is. Oh, um, okay. Seepage is a word that sounds, sounds like, like it is. is. Yes. <laughs> Phlegm comes in at number two. That's just gross. And our number one gross word is pus. Pus, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't have any problem with any of those. Well, that's because you watch all those pimple popping videos. Yeah, You're like one of those guys that likes that stuff. Oh, uh, if I took a five listener flash poll right now, Ugh. do you like pimple popping videos? No, that's uh, we'd get we'd win that pretty quick. What what do you get? Is it the sound or the pressure of it popping out? It's the jack in like? the it's the jack in the box. Like you never know when it's gonna go up. And then yes. Ew. And then you're like, how long it had been camped Ugh. out in there? Gross. Yeah. I think pimple popping videos are the gateway to people becoming dermatologists in the first place. That's gross. Without pimple popping videos, no one would t- sign up for that profession. Ugh. I don't I don't know how you do it. Mm-mm. 260-467-9500. We're going to get those people, right? Do you like pimple popping Yuck. videos? Yes or no. no? Yes or no? There's something oddly cathartic about it. Like, I can pop my own zit, you know? I yeah. popped my own zit when I was a teenager. You don't but pop your I, husband's zits? Oh, gross. Heavens no. You, I would oh, never get in on. there. Ugh. No, I'm convinced that's what lovers do. No, you pop male zits? She gets gross. excited to pop mine. Ew! She, she... Gross! Yes. Oh. Yes. You ever, like, like I'll go through phases of working out. Well, I work out a lot, and then I don't. And then yeah. I work out a lot, and I don't. You have sweaty But when back, I'm working yeah. out a lot, yeah, you have she's sweaty. like, oh, Papa Bear. She knows I'm going to get a back pimpy. I think, uh, Andy in the morning, hi. Do you like pimple popping videos? I do, and I just found a new TV show on National Geographic through... Um yeah. Disney Plus about a vet that's a dermatologist and does that. Yeah. Oh, gross. Thank you for the call. <laughs> See, there's one. 260 467 9500. It's Andy in the morning. Hi, do you like pimple popping videos? I do. Yes. <gasps> what? What is, it, what is so satisfying about it? It's just cathartic. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it's... I get excited to pop my husband See? all the time. <laughs> yes. It is, re- it, is it his back pimples? No, face. Oh, his face. Ouch. Can I get really intimate with you guys? Many, many moons ago with my missus, with Mm -hmm. Mel, Mm -hmm. she found one on my hind quarters. Yeah. (laughs) She said she's never had a more cathartic experience Uh, in her life than getting that one. Yeah. It's a nice deep pour. Thank you for the call. Yeah. Andy in the morning. Hi. Proving this is cathartic. Do you like watching pimple popping videos? Yes. And then me and my sister like taking uh, (laughs) uh, pop them on our own. Yeah. See, brother and sister. Grab one on the middle of her back. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Brother and sister do it. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Yes. 
what love is? I give up. Love is pus. Pus yeah. is love. It's Andy and Kat here. It's Magic 95.1. I have a magic trivia question this morning. If you're a stay-at-home mom, 80% of stay-at-home moms don't own one of these. Yet, stereotypically, you think a stay-at-home mom would. Hmm. 260-467-9500. My wording's a little confusing, so let me repeat it for you. 80% of stay-at-home moms don't own one of these, yet stereotypically, you think more than likely they would. 260-467-9500. Go ahead, Kat. I just said uh, vacuum. Just oh. simply because I just thought maybe if they're stay at home, maybe they're wealthy enough that they have a maid for mm. them. That is not right. By the way, I have to tell you, yes, what I'm about to say is juvenile. But aren't you shocked that no vacuum company uses the tagline, it's our job to suck? <laughs> yes, that's cute. I like it. It's our job I to mean, suck. I mean, sure. I, it's a juvenile, yes. But don't. do I think that some of you... Just to stand out in the marketplace? Should use that tagline. Dyson. Yes. It's our job to suck. Wouldn't it be great? <laughs> Nothing? No? I just guess. All right. Uh, that's not the right answer. Oh, it's Andy in the morning. Hi. 80% of stay-at-home moms actually don't own one of these. What is it? Minivan? Well, a minivan. A minivan is not right. That's Thank a good you guess, for the call. 260 percent of stay-at-home moms actually don't own one of these. Yet, stereotypically, you think they would. It's Andy in the morning. Go ahead. Is it an apron? Yes. It's an apron. It's an apron. Wow, yes. an apron. Who is this? Candace. Candace? Right. Candace, do you have an apron? There it is. Yeah. I do. I do, too. I have an apron. Yeah. And sometimes I do put it on. Mm. I'm sorry, do what? You do what with it alone? But I'm not a stay-at-home mom. Oh, but you're oh, not a stay-at-home gotcha. mom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to ask you this. This is why I did this question, Candace. This is a little out of bounds. You didn't expect this sort of interaction. But um, have you ever worn just the apron? <laughs> Andy. Andy. No. Okay. As we approach Valentine's, some oh, men say that mm-hmm. they, some men say an apron is, is, is sex, sexy or than lingerie. They say a woman just wearing an apron can be... How do I say it? Seductive. Yeah, sexy, yeah, sexy without spending the... Money on the lingerie. On the lingerie. That's why I'm passing that along. Look, I'm all about fiscal responsibility when it comes to romance, guys. All right? <laughs> little kiss the cook apron? Yeah. Come on now. You have an apron at home, don't you, Andy? Uh, well, I think I do. <laughs> uh, no, I don't. Uh, Yes, you do. You have a big smoker, a big I, grill. I, I, I'm sure you have an apron. I think I have one. I do have one. Here's what I want you to do no, for Valentine's Day. Candace, Surprise can, you hang on. can you hang on for me, by the way? Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. We don't need to talk about she's, nudity anymore, I guess, if you don't want phone, to. I forgot. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Okay. Yes, do what? I'm supposed to do what? You're supposed to go home and surprise Mel, and you wear just the apron. So you guys don't understand. That doesn't work like that. No woman has ever been turned on by their husband trying to be sexy. Anytime a husband tries to be sexy, it comes off as funny. Now, if he's cooking dinner for me, and he's wearing just the apron, mm, that is sexy. Now, if that's the case, do you... Have the meal, then romance, or do you do romance then the meal? It depends He's on just been spending an hour on it. Cooking the meal. You don't want it to be right. I don't want him to burn it. That's right. Sandy in the morning. It's Magic ninety five point one. Coming off the weekend, 
Kat sent me a note that she had a little bit of a rough weekend when it comes to. Uh, do you want to? Do you want to just let it out? So um, I broke my windshield on my car, and I mean, I have like a, a traverse, so I can carton the kids around, and then all of a sudden, towards the bottom of my windshield, my son goes, "Oh my gosh, mom, your windshield's cracking!" And you could just see it crack all the way towards the bottom, and I'm like, "Okay, it's done. It's about." seven or eight inches it's done i get in the next day and it cracks all the way across my windshield so what i figured out was that a stone had chipped towards the very bottom of my windshield and i didn't see it so when i took my car through the car wash uh, you, and you, washed my car you learned the, the science experiment of heat sure did heat yeah. and cold do not mix and it just completely cracked my windshield all the way across and it's not quite in my line of sight in the on the driver's oh, you side. Had it fixed yet? No. Oh gosh, no. Oh, I no. think I'm gonna wait until the spring, honestly. What? What if it happens some more? Like I, what if it happens again? What if some truck like knocks something up on my car? I mean I don't want to replace it twice. So now that it's cracked, I don't think it there's any like risk of it cracking anymore. It already went from side to side. So unless it splinters up the top I don't know that there's a way that, like, it could, it could hurt itself again, right? Like, it couldn't crack again. No, you would get it fixed right away. Yes. Oh. Because it could crack again. I mean, you just had, you just, you just said in your story. Sometimes I feel I, like I'm parenting you. I'll <laughs> let you do whatever you want to do, but so I don't want to do that. I don't want to parent you. You're a grown woman, but. The point being is it started off small and expanded. You don't think the big crack can also expand? I mean, it, I, I heard. Now, somebody somebody told me from the body shop, as long as it went from one end to the other, it's probably done. Uh, there's no other f- fragments along uh, the way? Just in the center, I yeah, guess. Yeah, that would be the one. But it hasn't cracked yet, and I already took it through the car wash. So I thought that I would be safe for it. To, to, I mean, it needs to crack up. If it goes directly from bottom to top, that's when I'm thinking I'm going to replace my windshield. I, I wouldn't do or that. Or wait until the spring. That's just me. Here's the thing. Your temperatures are always changing. You're going to have to sink that cost regardless. You know what? That's fine. Damage windshield. Let me know how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> be good for the show, right? Uh, You know, I have an adage when it comes to radio, which is good or bad life, good show. Yeah. So if you have something like that, I mean, Safe Flight has made a whole, you know, business model on repairing windshields and they come to you or they contract it out. Mm -hmm. Safe Flight Repair, Safe Safe Flight Replace. Right. And my insurance won't cover it because it's it's not like in my sight. Like, I heard the insurance will cover it if it's in your driver's side, if it's within the site, you know, but it's not. It's down towards the bottom, so they won't cover it. Now uh, I'm out 250 bucks. Are you, have you confirmed that, or are you just rumored on that? I'd still send it in. They can then make them reject it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess I can do that. But the last time I had a cracked windshield, because it seems like every car I get, I get the windshield cracked for some reason. And I'm not following. I'm not tailgating these these trucks. Okay. I know what you're thinking over there. You're looking at me like you're tailgating, cat. You need to, like, back up a little not bit. Not necessarily. <laughs> I mean, it just happens. Every vehicle I have. What do they call it? Like, comprehensive damage? Don't you have comprehensive insurance? I do. Yeah. I do, but I think it's like a $500 deductible, and the windshield is oh. like 250 is my problem. Well, then, yeah, then knock out all the other windows with a baseball bat. <laughs> 
that's a good. That's then, right. yeah, then you'll reach here to your I'll five. listen to yeah. you on that. <laughs> Andy, in the morning, hello. Good morning. My name is Paige. I work in insurance, and I'm listening to your windshield. Okay. Yes. Your windshield. Hey, I work over at Allstate, and it is absolutely covered as long as you have comprehensive. That's what I was asking. I was trying to, it's funny. That's what I was just saying. <laughs> Probably while you were dialing in, I'm like, isn't this under comprehensive? Like, this is what happens if you get hit by a baseball, you know, near a ball field or something. Like, this is part right. of the deal. Yes. It's uh, not your fault. Have her call her insurance. If she's got a $0 deductible, she's not going to pay for it. I know. Thank you for saying that. I, thank you for the call. Yeah, let let them reject it. I you guess said, you're right. That does sound... I mean, my last windshield that I had, I know that it was like a... I thought it was like a $500 deductible. Like, it did not cover it. So, maybe it does now that I get a new vehicle. I'll check with my agent. She opens up at 9 o'clock this morning, by the way. 9 o'clock! I know. Like Most agents get to work around I 8. I know it's not sexy, selling insurance. But man, if you if you can inherit a book of business, no kidding. Oh, being an insurance agent mm-hmm. is pretty dang good. Everybody needs it. Sandy in the morning. It's Magic ninety five point one. Cat's with me. Cat had a little bit of a confession um, of something she did this weekend. It is very Valentine's appropriate. Mm-hmm. Would you like to share? Did you in fact go underwear va- lingerie shopping? I did. I went Valentine's uh, underwear shopping. Went mm. to uh, VS uh, over at the mall. And what's the name of it? Victoria's Secret. Oh, got it. Thanks. VS. You know VS for short. Mm-hmm. Me and my girlfriend decided we were going to go in there because she had a couple free pairs of panties. You know. From those they, little they, coupons that they send you to yeah. lure you in to mm-hmm. sell you the $30 underwear that they have or their lingerie that they have for Valentine's Day. Size selection. I think there's a shortage on underwear, too. I can't think of anything that there's not a shortage on right now. Oh, yeah. They didn't have my bra on my size. And I, I take a very common size. I get that. So they didn't have my bra. And then even looking at the underwear, there was not a ton to choose from. So did you see, was it just the normal stuff or was it the crazy Valentine's Day stuff? Like sometimes they had a lot, a lot of the crazy Valentine's Day lingeries, like very, very pretty. But you're going to pay like thirty dollars. I just feel like there's too many straps. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes you can get too artistic with the fundamentals there. <laughs> I mean, they're charging more for less material, oh, yeah. if you know what I mean. Yeah. There's a lot oh, of yeah. strap and a lot of very bare bottoms mm. going on. So. You yeah. know what's a good question is to ask men if they know their 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 Woman. wives or significant yep. others size bra size or their panty size, size. To, for all that matters. Well, sometimes I, it changes on panties because it's like it's like pants. You know, yes. sometimes you're a 34. Mm-hmm. I got to speak men here. Like sometimes you're a 36. Sometimes you know what I'm saying. Like it just depends on your manufacturer. But supposedly your bra size is supposed to be a little closer and universal fitting. Mm-hmm. Even though I know each manufacturer varies a little. I but. mean, typically you guys take it off, aren't? Aren't you looking at the tag too? I mean, mm, I don't think if you're taking it off. No, Kat, well, I guess you're not. You're looking not at necessarily the tag. going. Hang on, before we commence <laughs> let me any see further, what you got here. let me look at the uh, launder instructions on this. <laughs> no, I don't think anybody's doing that. <laughs> hey, look at that. Oh, would you like to? No, hang on. I'd like to read the instructions on this for a few minutes. <laughs> let this me is, examine uh, this, this a little great. bit further. Yeah. 
for you to actually say you went shopping for lingerie is, to me, the reason why we did this topic, because I'm convinced most women don't like wearing lingerie. They feel like it's ridiculous. They don't feel body confident about it. Mm-hmm. I think Victoria's Secret has said their lingerie is like their fourth or fifth leading thing that sell is selling for them. Like pajamas does well. Sports bras do well. Regular bras and panties. And their lotions do well. They do. Their actual, like, let's get it on outfits. Nobody actually buys them. See, I, and I would agree with that, but I was going for panties with hearts. That was what I was looking for. Was I was looking for panties with hearts all over them, and I didn't. I didn't find them in my size. On behalf of men everywhere, if we, I don't know that we're really paying as much of the attention to the design as oh, you might. Yeah, be. yeah, yeah. We are. Sandy in the morning. It's Magic ninety five point one. A little bit of the opening weekend there of the Olympics. I didn't watch a ton of it. I told Kat I kind of watched the luge. I mean, at some point, if you say, hey, what do you do professionally? You have to tell people you're a loser. (laughs) (laughs) Did you just come up with that yourself? That's funny. (laughs) That's where they, uh, like, I guess, slide on their back on a sled downhill. Like, you're laying back and you just... Barely yep. have your head up to where you could see where you're going. They haven't done uh, my favorite, which is to do that exact same thing, but face first. And they call that skeleton. Oh, I couldn't uh, do that. Gosh. So, uh, a friend of mine in radio has uh, shared this with a, a lot of people in the business, which is nobody knows what these world records are. I don't know what a good time is in luge or bobsled. I, I don't know. But uh, here are some world records that even you could try to break at home. Okay. The longest kiss. Oh. As we approach Valentine's. You ready for this? Is it over a day? Is it over 24? Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. It's kind of, it's uncomfortable. Yeah. Your lips <laughs> 58 have to 58 hours. 58 hours? That's yeah. over two days. Wow. A gosh. couple from Thailand. By, at some point you're just sharing the same oxygen. <laughs> I mean, you're really just pressed up against each other at that point. Like, how do you go to the bathroom? How do you get something to drink? How do you eat? Those are all good questions. Yeah. I mean, if your lips are touching each other, you you still have to go to the bathroom. I guess you're going side by side. Most Big Macs consumed in a lifetime. There's a world record for this. Hmm. Oh, gosh. I don't know. I'm just 26,000. Wow. That's a lot. On October 11th of 2012, this guy named Donald uh, started to... Is his first name Ronald? <laughs> 40 years of eating Big Macs on a daily basis. 26,000. So, uh, do you keep your receipts for that to yeah. prove it, I guess? Yeah, yeah. Look at all those receipts that he's hung on to. The oldest male stripper is a world record. Is he in his 70s? No. Oh, gosh. Um, by the way, I thought I did a story in college about a guy in his 80s. <laughs> it was stripper. was a stripper? Yeah. Uh, but on record is a 60-year-old by the name of Bernie Barker. He's a former real estate agent that got into stripping <laughs> in the year 2000 when he was 60 years old as a way to get in shape after recovering from prostate cancer. Oh, good for and him. And he uh, then, all the while, bagged the title of being the oldest male stripper he passed away at the age of 66, uh, oh. but there it is, yes. This is one you could try. Fastest to type the alphabet backwards on an iPad is a real world record. Good grief. Under review currently is two seconds. Can you imagine? Two seconds? seconds? No, 
I can't even look at the... I, my fingers don't work that fast. There's a couple. The next two are very much radio-centric. Mm-hmm. The next two are like bar games that you would usually incorporate if you're in this business. And one of them is you dare the biggest guy in the bar to see how many saltines he can eat in a minute. Because it's physically impossible, they say, to do like more than four. More than saltine crackers? Four saltine crackers? Because your body can't create enough saliva for you to digest them. And so they say here, the world record for most saltines ever consumed in a minute, and it's one at a time. One at a time. You can't can't stuff them all in, okay? Is 10. 10? But I'm telling you, as a guy who worked in radio, we always said you could dare... Somebody to do four. And they won't, more than likely, will not be able to do it. Not with the aid of drinking, anything. Okay. But their machismo at a bar, they'll do it to show off and they'll always lose because they can't do it. Your body can't create enough saliva. Oh, that's interesting. So with all the world records that are going on in, in, uh, in the Olympics... And you have no idea between luge and mogul and downhill and whatever. At least we can speak the language that you might understand, which is saltine crackers. 